Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 1243. August 15, 1937, Father Andras's Instructions. These times of dryness and stark awareness of one's wretchedness, which God has permitted, allow the soul to know how little it can do by itself. They will teach you how much you should appreciate God's graces. Secondly, faithfulness in all exercises and duties, faithfulness in everything, just as in times of joy. Thirdly, as regards the matters in question, be absolutely obedient to the Archbishop, Yalbjakovsky, although from time to time the matter can be brought to his attention, but peacefully. Sometimes a little bitter truth is necessary. At the end of the conversation, I asked the priest to allow me to commune with Jesus as I had done formerly. He answered, I cannot give orders to the Lord Jesus, but if he himself draws you to himself, you may follow the attraction. However, always remember to show him great reverence, for the Lord is great indeed. If you are truly seeking God's will in all this and desire to fulfill it, you can be at peace. The Lord will not allow any sort of error. As to the mortifications and sufferings, you will give me an account next time of how you carry them out. Place yourself in the hands of the Most Holy Mother. August 15th, 1937. During meditation, God's presence pervaded me keenly, and I was aware of the Virgin Mary's joy at the moment of her assumption. Towards the end of the ceremony, carried out in honor of the Mother of God, I saw the Virgin Mary, and she said to me, Oh, how very pleased I am with the homage of your love. Of your love. And at that moment, she covered all the sisters of our congregation with her mantle. With her right hand, she clasped Mother General Michael to herself, and with her left hand, she did so to me, while all the sisters were at her feet, covered with her mantle. Then the Mother of God said, Everyone who perseveres zealously till death in my congregation will be spared the fire of purgatory, and I desire that each one distinguish herself by the following virtues, humility and meekness, chastity and love of God and neighbor, compassion and mercy. After these words, the whole congregation disappeared from my sight, and I remained alone with the Most Holy Mother who instructed me about the will of God and how to apply it to my life submitting completely to his most holy decrees. It is impossible for one to please God without obeying his holy will. My daughter, I strongly recommend that you faithfully fulfill all God's wishes, for that is most pleasing in his holy eyes. I very much desire that you distinguish yourself in this faithfulness in accomplishing God's will. Put the will of God before all sacrifices and holocausts. While the Heavenly Mother was talking to me, 
a deep understanding of this will of God was entering my soul. My Jesus, delight of my heart, when my soul is filled with your divinity, I accept sweetness and bitterness with the same equanimity. One and the other will pass away. All that I keep in my soul is the love of God. For this I strive. All else is secondary. 16 August 1937 After Holy Communion, I saw the Lord Jesus in all his majesty, and he said to me, My daughter, during the weeks when you neither saw me nor felt my presence, I was more profoundly united to you than at other times when you experienced ecstasy, and the faithfulness and fragrance of your prayer have reached me. After these words, my soul became flooded with God's consolation. I did not see Jesus, and there was only one word I could utter, and that was Jesus. And after pronouncing that name, my soul was again filled with light and deeper recollection, which lasted uninterruptedly for three days. However, outwardly, I could still carry out my usual duties. My whole being was stirred to its most secret depths. God's greatness does not frighten me, but makes me happy. By giving him glory, I myself am lifted up. On seeing his happiness, I myself am made happy, because all that is in him flows back upon me. I came to know of the condition of a certain soul, and of what in that soul is displeasing to God. I learn it in the following way. I immediately feel pain in my hands, my feet, and my side. In those places where the hands, feet, and side of the Savior were pierced. At that same time, I receive knowledge of the soul's condition and of the nature of the sin committed. Faustina was also able to meet with Father Andras now that she was back in Krakow. On the Feast of the Assumption, she wrote down some notes about his instructions. He teaches her how God is purifying her and helping her to understand how much we need God's graces to accomplish anything. He also tells her to be faithful to God in everything. He wants her to be obedient to the Archbishop regarding the founding of the new community. It will unfold according to God's timing. Faustina asks to be able to commune with Jesus. Father Andras says that he can't tell Jesus what to do, but he allows Faustina to respond to the graces and to the attractions that come from Jesus. She wants to be sure that she is not deceived. Father Andras tells her to place herself in the hands of Mary for protection. In her meditation on the Feast of the Assumption, she came to know Mary's joy as she went to heaven. Mary was pleased with Faustina's homage, her love. She covered the sisters with her mantle of protection, and she promised to defend them even from purgatory if they persevere zealously until the end. Faustina was told to fulfill God's wishes. This is most pleasing to God. And then Jesus told Faustina that he was closer than ever to her 
during the weeks when he seemed to be absent. And then she is given great consolation as she experiences the presence of Jesus uninterruptedly for three days. Finally, she writes of learning of the condition of the soul of someone. She is given a grace like that so that she can offer reparation for the person's sin. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.